Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Career Bites. So as you know, we are covering careers after MBA, and today we are going to cover FMCG career. And I have someone with a deep understanding of FMCG industry. So he has spent almost around ten years in FMCGs, and has started his his career as a management trainee, and now has been managing a couple of brands in the past two years. So I have Mr. Ved Agarwal with me. He was my uh, batchmate at FMS. So hi, hi Ved. How are you doing? Hey Gaurav. Uh, good to reconnect. Uh, doing great. Yeah. Thanks for having me over. Yeah, Ved. Uh, it was a pleasure to host you on the show. So Ved, let's begin with uh, with a little bit of your introduction about your educational background. What did you do before your MBA and sure. uh, something about that? Sure. So uh, basically, I hail from Calcutta, Gaurav, and uh, I am actually a BCom. I did my commerce at Saint Xavier's College, Calcutta. Um, mm-hmm. During the three years of uh, studying commerce, I actually also dabbled around understanding a little bit about what marketing, advertising, all of that was uh, by doing mm-hmm. uh, internships and projects around them. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so that was happening in parallel while I was uh, doing my undergrad, uh, post which I came to campus and studied with you at FMS. And yeah, uh, yeah so uh, at FMS, I think uh, from the day one, I knew uh, that I would like to pursue a career in marketing, which was actually very counterintuitive considering that I was a BCom graduate. Uh, right, right. So yeah, so uh, so yeah, so that's the pre MBA story for you. Uh, so you know, I I did internships etc. with uh, with and had stints which actually taught me a lot and gave me some direction to what to expect from the world of marketing. Because you know, when we graduate from school or when we when we are in undergrad, everything is uh-huh. actually just a nomenclature, and we don't really understand or we don't really have an opportunity to understand what uh, really goes into uh, you know, a marketing role or a finance role, etc. So I actually worked at uh, an advertising agency. Uh, I worked at uh, creating communication campaigns. So I created one with Reliance Communications. Uh, post okay. which I also worked at a radio station, actually pre MBA. Uh, that uh-huh. gave me some. So I was actually a part-time radio jockey. But uh, the learning there was really about how do you script, how do you write. The learning from the agency life was really to understand what the consumer and the clients were wanting. Uh, right. You know, learnings from Reliance were really around how, you know, what are the many moving parts of a marketing ecosystem. So yeah, so that's the pre MBA story in a, a nutshell for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I now get an understanding why did you choose marketing. I was always wondering why a BCom guy would go for a marketing rather than finance. Right now. After ten years, almost now it becomes clear that why why you opted for a marketing field rather than a finance field, and that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So you know, uh, uh, when I came, you know, in in the phase of those stints, I actually realized that it was giving me more self-expression, and obviously right. anything more than that at that point in time, you as a you know a, a young student, you won't understand. But I mm-hmm. I got a very strong sense that this is the ecosystem that 
i think i might want to pursue and i have a greater calling towards and hence that orientation from uh, you know the day we started in campus got it got it got it so i think you you did your summers as well you know in a fmcg company if i'm not wrong it was itc right that's right so yes i did my summers at itc in their calcutta office uh, oh, yes okay. correct okay so so did that summer also help you uh, make a belief stronger that you want to pursue your career in in marketing yeah so actually jo uh, maine pre mba exposure liya tha that was actually more driven towards communication and marketing in terms of the creative side of things and less of strategy uh, but my summer internship was slightly more strategy and analytics and you know execution driven so it was actually a complementary stint for me the kind okay. of learnings i got pre mba uh, and mm-hmm. what i got to learn from the summer trainee uh, stint at itc were actually different and okay. you, you know somehow they beautifully stitched together to further you know widen the ambit of what marketing meant to me because you must okay. understand yaar hum jab college ghuste humko kuch nahi pata hota hai ki kya cheez ka kya matlab hai right and right. as as you keep getting exposed you are like acha isme ye bhi hota hai acha isme ye bhi hota hai right so i right. think itc did that to me it told me ki bhai jo tumne tum jo soch rahe the wo to hota hi hai par ye nayi cheeze bhi hoti hain like that was how i was looking at it so actually it it was definitely a plus one but it was more mm-hmm. complimentary oh wow interesting i think that's a really interesting insight so but uh, marketing was your calling i suppose right so tumhe laga ki marketing karni hai but why hmm. did you choose fmcg marketing to kahin pe bhi kar sakte the you could go for a b2b marketing you could go for maybe uh, more more in uh, uh, in, a, in an agency or or whatever right but fmcg hi kyu chuna was it a choice ke wo ho gaya kaise tha wo yaar to actually fmcg was a very very intent driven call so just mm-hmm. to give you an understanding ki you're right ki marketing to apne banks mein bhi jaake kar sakte hain right there are consumer marketing mm-hmm. roles at city bank and all of these are offering on campus but right. from an intent perspective i was always very clear that i would like my gold standard for myself would be to learn marketing at an fmcg now the reason is that the amount of exposure an fmcg can give you to hardcore uh, marketing is very different mm-hmm. from what other functions or other sectors can give you just to give you an example yaar fmcg mm-hmm. mein we we struggle like the fight is on to be able to sell a 1 rupee candy correct right. if you look at an eclairs there are 10 10 organizations with very very strong brands who are all trying to sell a 1 rupee candy right? right so the amount of effort or the amount of understanding not only of pure play marketing but also of distribution of operations uh-huh. uh, you know of all of that the way an fmcg can perhaps teach you i don't uh-huh. think any other uh, sector can teach you marketing that well Got so uh, and this point of view was also built more because of my interaction with a few seniors and a few industry uh, leaders who could help me nuance it so to be frank with you i don't even think i applied to city bank or any of the banks for marketing roles 
I think my entire cut in 2008-2012 was a, you know, my aspiration was one of the eight ten FMCGs that I had shortlisted. I didn't have any consulting company that I'd applied to. I didn't have any finance. I didn't have nothing. So for me, it was pretty much like I, I like for me, it was a bet that maybe just clicked. Thankfully. <laughs> I know, but I think uh, that clarity and uh, the clarity of thought which you were carrying, very few people carry in their first or second year, right? So I think that actually helped you choose or or uh, or narrow down your bets, and eventually I think you landed up in a very good FMCG, right? Which was Cadbury, yeah, right? That's right. So that was Cadbury. In fact, just to add to that, Gaurav, I don't know if you remember at campus also first year I was in Junior Marksock, which is our marketing society. Second year, right. I was the president of the marketing society. So, you know, I think if you go in with a clear intent in mind, you can just uh-huh. make, you can just bring so much more value from that experience of two years, right? Sure. So now, even if I look at how the whole Marksock marketing society stint helped me, in terms of whether it was networking or whether it was just being able to get a better perspective of how the textbook is different from or how a textbook learning is nuanced from a practical learning. I think everything right. just adds up. So right. yeah, so basically, point I was trying to highlight is that sometimes uh, you know just having an intent with a little bit of a plan uh, uh-huh. can can make substantial difference in how things finally work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I hundred percent agree with you. And with that, let's let's get a little deeper into your years at Cadbury's, particularly yeah. the first year as a management trainee, right? Yeah. So I think that's that's something which is really exciting for a young grad from a B school. So uh, why don't you talk about it? How was it? What what kind of stints were there? Sure. How, how was the experience and all that stuff? Sure. So uh, you know I'll have to submit very humbly that you know the first one year of, you know my you know proper working life at Cadbury or my first mm-hmm. proper job was nowhere close to what I'd expected it to be. And uh-huh. I mean it for all the, uh, you know, all the wrong reasons. So, you know, when we come out of college and, uh, you know, we graduate, fr- graduate from B schools which have uh, high repute, we somehow uh-huh. come with this sense of entitlement, right? We believe that we uh-huh. know a little more, et cetera, et cetera. But uh-huh. honestly speaking, I think all of that gets gets nullified as you enter the corporate uh, corporate space of things right and right. fmcg i think is the is a sector which levels you and makes sure that you are humbled from day zero so right. just to give you a perspective i had my you know you everybody does in fmcgs everybody does about 9 to 12 months of a management trainee stint where the objective right. of that stint is to make you familiarize uh, with the objective is to familiarize with everything that goes behind building a sales system and how it works right now a sales system has a lot of intermediaries so if you look there is a dukan a shopkeeper who Mm -hmm. sells it Mm -hmm. there is a salesman Mm -hmm. who makes sure that that shop has stock there is the distributor Mm -hmm. for every area who plays the role of ensuring that you know he has enough stock to service the market then there is a depot Right then, there right. is an office. Then there is a really large sales team which is trying to facilitate all of this process. Right, and uh-huh. in addition to this, there is financial compliance. You have to ensure that your 
जो भी आप स्कीम देना चाहते हो वो फाइनली डिस्ट्रीब्यूटर दुकान में दे रहा है दुकानदार कस्टमर को दे रहा है फिर आपको ये भी देखना है कि ऐसा नहीं हो कि आप कोई एक बहुत बड़ा ऑफर चला रहे हो और आपका स्टॉक ही नहीं है मार्केट पे कि टीवी पे आपका ऐड आ रहा है कि बोनविटा के साथ पाइए एक टेनिस बॉल फ्री और आपके पूरे एरिया में वो स्टॉक ही कहीं नहीं है राइट सो यू नो सो अ लॉट ऑफ दीज थिंग्स इज द एम ऑफ द मैनेजमेंट ट्रेनिंग स्टेंट इज टू एक्चुअली ब्रिंग यू अप टू स्पीड विद द इंटायर वर्किंग फंक्शन बिकॉज़ टिपिकली द फर्स्ट स्टेंट दैट यू डू the first mm-hmm. manager role that you do is to manage an entire area which is typically a area manager area sales manager role right, right so right, now right. just to come back to my stint to uh-huh. my first 9 months uh, you know i initially i felt like it was a complete anti climax to what i was expecting from life so i was posted, sure. i was posted in rural tamil nadu i was wow. uh, for about 6 months i was based out of madurai and okay. just to make it sweeter for everybody i had nothing to do with madurai as a city madurai was only my base town i was actually allocated nine villages which uh-huh. were about one and a half to 3 hours away from madurai as my okay. learning stint markets right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so while i was staying in madurai every morning i would travel for one and a half hours to 3 hours to reach my village work the entire mm-hmm. day Uh, mm-hmm. which means you know spend time with the rural distributor salesman try and pick up skills mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. in the evening take a bus back or come and okay. you know these these stint is designed in such a way as i said you know it it helps you understand realities and uh, you know build empathy and understanding of everybody in that entire supply chain so for example okay. during that stint i had a daily allowance gaurav of i think 350 rupees which uh, which include yeah so i think tada was uh, 170 bucks yeah and i had a stay allowance of about 350 360 bucks which means every okay. night every night that i was staying outside madurai i uh-huh. had i had a budget of i think 370 or 400 rupees within which i had to manage my accommodation because my company would not uh, pass any bill which was above that limit which which right. then which then meant that i was essentially staying at really really uh, you know different type of guest houses rooms uh, uh-huh. you know just getting used to a very very different lifestyle we weren't allowed a basis budget to travel in private cabs or anything so we had to take public transport so okay. that entire rigor you know today i look at it very fondly and say that it possibly uh-huh. taught me a lot but i can uh-huh. tell you that that was a uh, a big shock stint for me and uh, you know it, obviously the learning was phenomenal phenomenal but it was a big shock stint initially uh, uh-huh. yeah so that was really about madurai in fact madurai stint was a six month stint where i didn't know the language i didn't know people i didn't understand the food i had uh-huh. reviews happening from people who were i thought just very very tough on me uh, uh-huh. you know i was working essentially with people who were maybe uh, my age but maybe uh, were typically educated maybe formally educated up to maybe class 8 9 10 11 12 and best case situation maybe first year of college so okay, it was it was a very 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 uh, very very high steep learning curve experience at that time uh-huh. i was obviously cribbing but uh, <laughs> today i'm only very glad that i went through that yeah 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 
एकदम से तुमने जैसे अपनी स्टिंट नरेट की आई थॉट की यू आर नरेटिंग ऑलमोस्ट समथिंग सिमिलर टू अस मूवी राइट द गाय but you know it just comes together i think you need to stick around you need to be patient you need to believe mm-hmm. that it is a formula which has worked for years and years and there is you know you will never go back to learning those things right because sure, you are only sure. going to move up in roles and you are only going further away from the market uh, right so right. i think it is uh, it has a lot of value right right and i think it purposefully isliye designed hai taki you get the real flavor of the ground right when you are in a b school typically you are in an in an elite environment and uh, and you you are talking with all the elite groups right so this actually gives you a taste of what is happening on the ground what kind of people are working there and it suddenly sets a ground reality for you and i think definitely the learning learning curve would definitely be very very steep ha so you are absolutely right एक चीज क्या है कि हमको जो टेक्स्ट बुक में या कॉलेज में मार्केटिंग के लिए पढ़ाते भी हैं वी हैव कॉटलर हु टीचेस अस बेसिक्स ऑफ ब्रांड बिल्डिंग राइट देन वी हैव सम स्टफ अबाउट अराउंड सेल्स एंड डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन नाउ ऑल सेड एंड डन यू नो मार्केटिंग यू कैन स्टिल अंडरस्टैंड रियली वेल विद थ्योरी बिकॉज़ यू नो इट्स लाइक अ प्रिंसिपल यू आर ट्राइंग टू लर्न बट सेल्स एंड डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन बिकॉज़ इट हैज सच अ हाई डिपेंडेंस ऑफ ह्यूमन टच right uh-huh. and uh-huh. wherever there is a over dependence on 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 humans i think there is a lot of subjectivity and lot of variability also that a, a person can experience and hence right. it's it's very important to go through that stint like easy for it's relatively easy to pick up marketing initially from a textbook and then go figure it in the real market uh, real world but for uh-huh. sales and operations just doing textbook is unlikely to be a very very effective uh, route got it got it so after that one year and after that six months of rural stint i suppose that you would be posted as a area sales manager for some cat, uh, some some area in in india right correct correct so yaar meri wo 9 mahine ki stint thi to 6 mahine mein uh, i was in for six months i was in madurai after mm-hmm. that uh, i moved to pune for a short stint and after that moved to calcutta and okay. uh, these were again part of the management trainee program only and after that i was uh deputed in karnataka as area sales manager so okay. i was managing the sales and distribution of cadbury products in south mm-hmm. karnataka and mm-hmm. you know as as amazing as it would sound now suddenly i had a team of almost 35 people who i had to work with and who i had to okay. deliver results through okay. and everything that i learned in the last 9 months was like mm-hmm. an uh was like a jewel that helped me you know do my stint properly and to make sure we were be able to deliver our numbers and business objectives or whatever it was so okay. just to give you again a perspective to 30 40 log ki team thi which included uh-huh. immediate reportees plus the entire sales team down then i uh-huh. had about uh, 120 village distributors I had about fifty city distributors, which included Mangalore, Mysore, all of these towns. Okay. 
correct okay i used to manage uh, two depots which is the bangalore depot and the hubli depot because udhar mera mal jata tha mere area ka so okay. plus all the financial compliances etc etc point i'm trying to make is that it was a very very rich stint right because it actually involved human beings it mm-hmm. actually involved spending a lot of time in the market understanding consumers understanding your customer understanding mm-hmm. their pain points and delivering numbers through people right, right. so and, and who were your customers uh, who were your customers when you do, were doing an area sales manager stint yeah, were so, they distributors correct so mm-hmm. mostly my customers would be distributors and retailers okay right so mm-hmm. the the st- our products would reach the consumers through our customers right so okay, right. i would i would bill my stock from my depot to my distributor distributor uh-huh. would bill it to a sub distributor uh-huh. sub distributor would bill it to a retailer and then uh-huh. retailer would finally give it to the end consumer right or the customer at who who buys from the store so ye puri chain meri customer thi right so anybody right. if any if if the chain is unhappy or there are things unresolved or there are barriers your stock mm-hmm. is not going to flow down right right and if the stock doesn't flow down which means your customer or your final consumer is unlikely to get it yeah 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 to ye kis tarah ki responsibility rehti hai so what is the size of this responsibility in terms of revenue which you are managing and uh, what are the kpis or what are the parameters on which uh, a company would judge your performance right so us pe thoda sa batao ha to yaar dekh from a turnover perspective i think it's very subjective like mm-hmm. if you go to a company which sells multiple categories together for example and it if you are a area manager for itc you might have a larger turnover to deliver mm-hmm. uh, if you are doing this for say itc fmcg versus itc cigarettes so if you are doing it mm-hmm. for cigarettes then the turnover will be a multiplier right so i don't mm-hmm. think turnover is the right uh, metric but from okay. a area sales manager role perspective you are firstly responsible for uh delivering your uh business objectives of sales right so agar aapko bola gaya hai ki is mahine humko is area mein x crores ka ya x value ki sale karni hai you mm-hmm. as a area sales manager are responsible for making sure that that sale plan is very well thought out amongst all the partners and customers you have okay. and to enable your entire team to deliver it right so agar for example agar mujhe bol diya hai ki bhai abhi 100 rupees tumhare ko is mahine 100 rupees ka target deliver karna hai mm-hmm. and uh, like i'm holding on to cadbury's example saying ki yaar oreo pe tumhe 20 rupees ta- target deliver karna hai bonvita pe 40 rupees karna hai dairy mm-hmm. milk pe 20 karna hai five star pe itna karna hai so you actually have an entire plan right now okay. with the help of those 140 distributors and for like 140 mm-hmm. sub distributors and 40 distributors and your sales team you drive mm-hmm. that entire agenda for the company so uh from a ground level execution it is obviously about how well can you replenish stocks in the market in the trade right. whether it right. is the wholesaler or the retailer and mm-hmm. second is can you increase the distribution coverage of your company so agar aaj aapka product 100 dukanon mein available hai mm-hmm. aapko grow karne ke do tarike hain ek to ye hai ki aap in 100 dukanon mein pehle 2 piece par dukan bechte the ab 3 piece par dukan becho aur right. second hai ki ye 100 dukanon ko ab badha ke 110 dukane mein maal ko apna 
डिस्ट्रीब्यूट करो राइट सो दिस इंटायर थिंग अबाउट रिटेल डिस्ट्रीब्यूशन इनक्रीज इट्स उटली Mm-hmm. right now how do you make sure that you do this across product lines without compromising on your current distribution now to be able to do this you have to align the entire team plus it has a very high dependence of tracking etc because you know you are actually working with people who you meet maybe once or twice a month and mm-hmm. who are 5 700 kilometers away from where you are so there is mm-hmm. no no everyday check or tracking physical tracking that you can do it's a relationship based on trust and on the basis yeah. of very strong reporting structures that mm-hmm. you know help you do the role of an area manager or a area sales manager okay okay got it i think i think uh, what i understand is there are lot of moving pieces and an area sales manager has to manage all the pieces to uh, to finally deliver the results which are the revenues which has assigned to him by the company and those yes. revenues could be overall revenues or it could be product wise revenues as well am yeah. i right correct so revenues plus distribution goals so like both okay. both become equally important mm-hmm. and then also what happens is that supposing you are looking for a revenue plan for this month you might mm-hmm. also want to go back to the company and request for investments right so for example if you sure. were selling 10 units of bonvita in a market and now this month mm-hmm. you want to sell say 20 units you might want mm-hmm. to make an investment plan to say that hey can the company sub, like you know give me a price off of say x percentage for my market because i am trying to increase my volume two times right Got so it. you you are also responsible for all of that see obviously head mm-hmm. office gives you incentives and schemes etc that you can pass to the market but as the mm-hmm. custodian of that area you are expected to know the pulse of that area better than anybody else right Got so it. anything that can help you increase distribution and increase sale mm-hmm. is your prerogative to lead for the company okay i think that i think that's very enriching information and i am 100% sure that anybody who goes through this uh, area sales manager stint comes out as a really learned and a more educated person because he has lot of understanding of ground and he has actually managed the show on the ground right that's right that's right So then, how do you move uh, ahead in your career after area sales man- manager stint, which might last for a year, two years, or whatever, right? Mm. What are the career trajectories like? Do you go to brands or do you continue working in uh, in sales itself? How does that work? So, Gaurav, actually, I'll take a step back and I'll tell you typically mm. how do careers move. So, my career could be an aberration or could just follow the same trend. But typically, what happens, with a few uh-huh. exceptions, is that uh-huh. most FMCG almost mandatorily give you a sales stint to start with okay okay which is uh, this two years of area sales manager and for the reasons that you just mentioned after mm-hmm. that actually most people are very keen to move into a marketing role or a brand mm-hmm. role right? right so after a a sales stint of about two and a half or two years organ uh-huh. most fmcgs give you an option or 
their next stint is typically to give you an exposure to a marketing role okay ha- okay and having said that there are also candidates who choose to stay in st- sales because they just find their calling there much sooner right uh-huh. so uh, so yes so it starts with a sales stint then uh-huh. your roads open to marketing okay people are more welcoming in the marketing domain for you because they believe that you understand actually dhanda kaise hota hai sale kaise hoti uh-huh. hai right है ना तो लोग कुछ मार्केटिंग में चले जाते हैं कुछ सेल्स में रह जाते हैं बट टिपिकली थिंग्स ओपन अप एंड देन यू हैव अ लिटिल मोर कंट्रोल ओवर द काइंड ऑफ रोल्स दैट यू वांट टू पिक एंड चूज ओके गॉट इट राइट बट टिपिकली इफ यू लुक एट अ 8 10 ईयर 15 ईयर करियर इट इज रिकमेंडेड दैट यू नो यू कीप कमिंग बैक टू सेल्स इवन इफ यू आर लुकिंग एट अ करियर इन मार्केटिंग Got it. Uh, people recommend that you know just so that you are more connected with the markets and the ground realities or the changing realities. Uh-huh. It is always advisable to keep coming back to do relevant sales stints also, even if you are looking at a marketing pro career. Got it. Got it. And I think which you did right uh, while you were managing few brands at at certain point of your career, you moved back to do something which is very much different from what you have learned or what you were doing. and you launched a, a d2c brand for marico right a direct yeah. customers brand correct so main wapas uh, gorav sales mein nahi aaya okay. but i was uh, i was actually so post cadbury i moved to uh-huh. itc i did a brand role there then i moved okay. to marico where uh, i took my first role there was actually a international stint of managing sri lanka nepal bhutan for the company which was actually a very wide role because it included both sales and marketing so that yeah. stint actually gave me a very good perspective again of sales in a international geography along with building marketing skills for that location after which i you know i managed nihar shanti amla which is uh, india's largest hair oil brand and then mm-hmm. finally moved to launching marico's first uh, digital first brand uh, named true roots so okay. i i have made uh, some effort in trying to uh, you know keep connected with uh, realities or on ground or the changing realities but uh-huh. mostly i think uh, the last 8 years have been over indexed to the brand and the marketing side of things got it got it got it so uh, i think that's a a, a great uh, a great answer and it helped me understand the trajectory or a career journey of somebody who joins an fmcg so sales always remain central is what i under, understood right and people do recommend to go back to sales whenever it is possible and whenever it is required right uh, yeah. and 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 marketing definitely campus mein to sabhi marketing jobs ki taraf bhagte hain to be very honest right and marketing is something which enamors lot of us so marketing definitely happens but that happens after you have on ground experience about the sales right yeah to gorav it is not mandatory so for example if you look at a company like png png mm-hmm. doesn't mandate a sales stint if you want to go uh, to marketing so okay. you know the case in point what most companies follow the sales leading to marketing route but having okay. said that we are also seeing exceptions to the rule Uh, like if you remember png used to come to campus with a role called the cbd role right central right, law, right. right? so that was essentially a sales role right. uh, which meant that 
if you have joined png in sales you are likely to stay in the sales function only and if you have joined mm-hmm. png in marketing you are likely to stay in the marketing function only there are obviously ex- to the rule and i'm sure these exceptions are being made on merit but i would mm-hmm. think that 90% of the companies follow the sales leading to marketing route sure 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 got it so wait let's talk about something which you are doing currently you have joined amazon as a category manager right so yeah. why did you from fmcg uh, to an e-commerce industry right so i i understand that basic tenets might be the same but what what do you think is the impact of e-commerce on fmcg and what actually influenced your move yeah so again very interesting question mm-hmm. was my last stint at Marico, where I was, mm-hmm. as I was just mentioning, I was trying to uh, create a digital-first brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it was very different from anything that I'd done before because the roles before were more indexed on traditional tools of media, of communication, etc. And suddenly, right. here, you know, I was working on a digital-first brand, which basically meant that. everything that we did around this new brand would be over indexed to digital whether it was advertising whether it was communication whether it was trying to drive distribution uh, uh-huh. and all of that right so uh-huh. in the span of that one and a half years i actually got a i got to immerse myself in 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 this entire new world of e-commerce more as a uh-huh. right more as a uh-huh. manufacturer in mm-hmm. addition to obviously everything around digital media marketing etc and my right. realization after a lot of interaction and a lot of meetings with your nikas amazons and flipkarts was that this is a new world which is emerging and right. this world actually behaves in a very different way and right. people like me you know who spend a lot of time who spend like some the traditional fmcgs actually uh-huh. we need to come up to speed to understand how this new world works and if we don't understand this new world there is uh-huh. likely to be you know a wrong wrong like it's it's a little bit of a controversial statement but i felt that it would almost feel like a generation gap yeah right? so yeah. i thought that it was important for me to also build uh, a good understanding about how the new emerging distribution channel of e-commerce is growing what what are yeah. the contributors what this business move uh, you know if you look at it from a industry perspective gorab i think uh, we are already seeing examples of that in metros but very soon uh-huh. i think consumers are uh, going to start buying stuff online or offline without giving too much of a thought right so i think we are eventually going to work, move towards a very strong omni channel presence so to right. be able to omni channel basically will mean you know online and offline presence right retail physical right. retail plus online right. so to be i i thought it was important to get ready for that world which is going to come and hence building appreciation for both physical world and the e-com world was important plus yeah. this whole generation gap feeling that i started having while i was interacting with folks at e-commerce company was a big tipping point for me to say uh, you know it's it's important for me to uh, 
uh, step into this world and know it a little better i th- i see i see i think you are definitely right we are moving towards omni channel kind of uh, presence and, and 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 at the end of the day every channel be it online be it offline it has to serve its customers right so if you can serve customers through an e-commerce in a better way then that's definitely becomes the channel of choice right but i having said that what is your belief about the retail channel will that suffer from e-commerce growth will that remain the same what's your belief about that so my personal belief is that traditional trade is not going anywhere okay i think traditional trade plays uh is the backbone and you know corona uh, the experience that covid has shown is uh-huh. although you know you had your amazons and flipkarts of the world working you were uh-huh. we were all still so dependent on making sure that that store round near our houses was open for us to go and shop from right so yeah, yeah. i don't think traditional trade is going anywhere mm-hmm. having said that i think the share of e-commerce is uh, rapidly going to increase uh, mm-hmm. that is also because you know covid has led to a sudden unlock in terms of consumers adopting e-com right, so i think right. the acceleration of e-commerce penetration is going to be uh, is going to be steep going forward having mm-hmm. said that i don't think traditional trade is going anywhere but mm-hmm. i think the ways of working of traditional trade will also evolves and yeah. you will see a lot of handshakes happening so if you look at how jio maybe is trying to integrate their uh, supply chain with erp systems at kirana stores right, right. so i think bahut right. sari synergies aayengi i think from a physical uh-huh. point of sale perspective physical stores will remain how they uh-huh. get managed i think is something that is uh, that we have to like uh, as audiences see the evolution of yeah 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 i think very interesting perspective and i agree with it right that uh, retail would remain and both would perhaps uh, the the presence of online would give lot of offline retailers a uh, a uh, new markets to open up right so that might be a new way of looking at how uh, the the offline retail would evolve right exactly exactly and you know obviously india is also like many indias in one india right so yeah yeah i think we are going to start seeing things starting from the metros and then going down into pop strata so i think there is opportunity everywhere i think mm-hmm. e-commerce and technology is also going to impact each of these town classes in a very different way mm-hmm. so uh, you know tipping points are going to be the metros and we have already seen it with with the kind of integration forward deployment that e-commerce channels are doing at physical mm-hmm. stores the kind of acquisitions that are happening mm-hmm. uh, so yeah very exciting exciting times and uh, omni channel is possibly going to be a reality in its true sense very soon ha ha but well aren't, aren't you amazed ki jab hum almost fms mein the 10 saal pehle we were not talking about e-commerce at all there was no omni channel there were retail channels and then there were, was a modern retail channel right So yeah. now almost in 10 years things have changed entirely so we don't know in what would happen in the next 10 years right so exciting times ahead very exciting times in fact you are right tab hum padhte the distribution ke bare mein aur hame bola jata tha ki ek naya channel hai it's called modern trade aur uh-huh. modern trade abhi 2.5 se 3% hai and the growth projection of modern trade 
is xyz blah 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 right today modern trade right. is sub i think is about 10% or sub 10% of our entire mm-hmm. retail and you know that's where somewhere it's capping mm-hmm. uh, and growth has slowed down etc and right. if you look at e-commerce it's it's coming to speed so i know what you're i think what you're also hinting is that we don't really know because at that time modern trade felt like the future because mm-hmm. also we had a lot of global examples like walmart and uh, target and all of these global right. retailers right. showing us the way uh, uh-huh. like we are feeling for e-commerce today so you're right it's too early to be overconfident yeah. on uh, what's going to happen yeah. but yeah uh, today seems to be like a good time to learn a little about e-com but hey mm-hmm. if you are in fmcg and traditional i think there is significant value there for all of us mm-hmm. uh, to pick because those learnings are 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 very very valuable i'm sure i'm sure and i can still remember one of the guest lectures where some somebody from hul mentioned that hul is known as a ceo factory of india or ceo factory of world right so most of the ceos usually are from fmcg companies so i'm sure that uh, there are definitely lot of learnings from anybody's F- uh, stint at fmcg and you can replicate those experiences and those learnings anywhere be it e-commerce be it modern retail or even if you want to do a b2c b2b sales you can replicate right. those learnings very well right very accurately so any parting sir. advice any any parting advice for the current graduates or those who are still in b school yeah so uh, like this is going to be it will sound a little philosophical but i think uh, you need to find out a little about yourself on who you truly are what are your mm-hmm. inherent skills are you a uh-huh. people person what is it that gets you happy you know what mm-hmm. what gets you ticking etc i think those are the first questions you need to answer are you more mm-hmm. of a numbers guy are you more of a thinking guy mm-hmm. uh, you know i think the choices you make early on sometimes can be very critical ones although uh, typically a b school placement season doesn't allow you to choose we basically mm-hmm. take whatever we get right you know, and then life moves on and we just stick around doing uh, you know things that come our way so i think that's that's a current trend but i would urge people to understanding of what they are getting into before they get into it right uh, right you know thanks to the whole digital explosion uh, uh-huh. the number of avenues to understand that today are much more than what we had our yeah, only yeah. only knowing about things was guest lectures and some seniors uh-huh. that we could speak to or family members who knew something about it right today right. i think there is no lack of information yeah. so you can take a more informed call mm-hmm. i'm sure the challenges of you know life being competitive have not changed so those things mm-hmm. are going to be there which might also be detractors uh, at some point but i would urge everybody to double click on who you are what your interests are what you think your skills are why do you believe right. you will learn something why do you believe uh, sorry why do you believe you will enjoy something why do you right. believe you will not enjoy something and yeah. if you can keep the monetary equation out at least for the first uh, two or three roles that you do and focus on learning as your key objective mm-hmm. i think that is a significantly better investment to make yeah i think very well said 
and and uh, thanks to people like you who are sharing your experiences over digital medias and over various other channels i can see lot of stuff on linkedin and facebook coming from you and sharing your experiences people would definitely learn from uh, journeys of those guys who are already in the fmcg space or any other space and that would help them understand whether they are cut for a particular space how to take a particular decision what kind of life they are getting into so I, i'm 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 sure with with all these uh, information bombardment which is available at various channels people have lot of information but they have to be diligent on understanding what to what to choose where, uh, which information to consume and then even after consuming the information they have to deliberate on their own personal self right as you mentioned they have to understand who they are why they so i think why is are more important than what right so it's not Correct. important that i want to go for an fmcg role it's more important to understand why i want to go for an fmcg role right correct correct absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. so ved i think we are i am almost done with all my questions so Superb. i think great uh, hanging out with you after almost 10 years so baki kis colleague se touch mein ho kisi kisi apne ex batchmate se touch mein ho abhi jo fin sorry mark sock wale the shayad unse to touch mein ho gayi हाँ यार तो मैं तो कॉलेज में भी तफरी में नंबर वन था अभी भी नंबर वन तो तो आई थिंक आई एम आई ऑब्वियसली आई एम नॉट बीन इन टच विद अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल बट आई बीन इन टच विद क्वाइट अ फ्यू ऑफ आर ओन बैचमेट्स ऑफ आर सीनियर्स इन फैक्ट फॉर सुपर सीनियर्स दैट आई वाज इन टच विद ड्यूरिंग कैंपस आर आल्सो पीपल आई एम इन टच विद टुडे जिया जो होता है ना great feeling so being in the campus with same kind of people jisko uh-huh. kabhi bhi aap value nahi karte ho when actually you are with somebody uh, for 2 years you don't value their skills right Correct. and suddenly when you meet that person after 2 years aur wo kuch kuch amazing kar raha hota hai suddenly you realize ki isme ye skill bhi tha ye aisa uh-huh. bhi tha right uh-huh. and then that that uh, with feeling of nostalgia and talking to your ex teachers that was a great feeling perhaps we should we should plan after this covid time another reunion maybe on campus or maybe some city chapters right ha yaar aur abhi to thanks to digital koi zarurat bhi nahi hai mane agar intent ho to hum sab aise bhi mil sakte hain bilkul bilkul aajkal zoom meets to kafi zyada popular hai ha people are people are having drinking session on zoom <laughs> true man i think there's a lot we can do and we must so thanks for initiating this gorab i think this is really good इट ऑल्सो लाइक आई एम ऑलमोस्ट थिंकिंग कि यार दस साल पहले कोई हमें भी ऐसा थोड़ा बता देता तो शायद हमें भी थोड़ा फायदा हो जाता पर थैंकफुल दैट यू स्टार्टेड दिस एंड आई होप यू कीप कंटिन्यू दिस टीम एंड वी शुड जस्ट कीप बिल्डिंग ऑन दिस श्योर वेद आई थिंक विद पीपल लाइक यू हुट्स टू रियली कॉन्ट्रीब्यूट टूवर्ड्स द कम्युनिटी एंड हेल्प द करंट बैचेज एज वेल एज ऑल दोज गाइज हुट टू गेट इन टू एफ एम सी जी uh this is really helpful and we would continue covering all the other industries right super so, I, so thank you wait and have a good day thanks gaurav have a good day yeah so guys we are almost uh, coming to the end of our podcast uh, this episode of our podcast 
and if you like our conversation do give us a thumbs up also give us a feedback on what do you want to cover us more and if you have any suggestions we are open for it so guys signing out for today bye bye have a nice day